This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms. We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So there's this great site called Cassidy.com and we've been talking about it for over a year now, which is uh, weird to think about that we've been doing it for this long, but... (laughs) Well, it's been working for us for the year, so... It absolutely has. I was just going to say, we talk about it every week because it's what we use every week and we absolutely love it. If you guys are looking for the perfect way to meet friends in your area, you know, sexy friends, then you should definitely check out Cassidy.com. We've heard from a couple people, yeah, we're using the free sites and they're not working for us. Yeah, the free sites aren't going to work, at least not consistently. No, not on a regular basis and not for any length of time. So if you really want to get a good value for your money, Cassidy is the way to go because it's a fantastic site and you can try it for free by heading to our website from porchswingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner. Yeah, take that 30-day free test drive. Hell yeah. So I also have some exciting news today, which is our Patreon once again had a fucking explosion. Yeah, we've had a lot of interaction on Patreon. Our Telegram group, our Patreon Telegram group is really (laughs) exploding. We've got so many new people on there and interesting perspectives and everybody's like different takes on various subjects because we talk about so much in that Telegram group. It's crazy. It's so much fun. Yes, our Patreon community is a great way to get exclusive bonus material from us. So if you get to the end of this episode and you're like, hmm, I wish there was more FPS, guess what? You can join Patreon and get bonus episodes, including, well, we're up to like 35 bonus episodes now. Yeah, something like that's crazy, right? And we have a new one that comes out every single Tuesday, so you can hop on for that. We also share access to our naughty Snapchat, and you can jump on our Telegram group, plus much more. So if you want to check out all of those bonuses for yourself, head on over to patreon.com slash frontporchswingers. I'll put that link in the show notes for you guys, and want to give a thank you a huge shout out and thank you to all of our new patreon members rick shane august jerry fit to be tied again joni carolina the open 169 andrew jed arunraj andrew and christian hopefully you got all those names right if i didn't i'm so sorry you can definitely shoot me a note and i will uh, i'll fix it next week but holy fuck Yes, thank you so much. We are so appreciative of everybody jumping on board. We've got so much planned for this year into 2021, but particularly the the end of 2020 is going to be very exciting for us and everyone that's part of our community, uh, Patreon community particularly. It's going to be a, a really good time. We've got so much cool shit going on. Hell yeah. So jump on board. For sure. So we've had quite a week. We've had quite a month. February has been fucking crazy. It has been insane. I will be honest. I'm exhausted. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, so February. So everybody knows is, is your birthday. Of course, it's my birthday. Of course, you got Valentine's Day. Right. It's just there's so much and we do so much anyway. We actually were supposed to be at the ballet today. Yes. We had tickets to the ballet. We were just fucking wiped out. We were just not 
we weren't capable of going to a ballet at four o'clock this afternoon. Fuck no, we took a nap instead, and it was glorious. Like yeah. we needed it bad. It never happens. You've been sick. Yes. And subsequently, you kind of got me a little sick. I wasn't feeling great for like twenty four hours, and you're just now feeling better. It's just been a crazy, hectic fucking February. It's nuts. It really is. It's it's a fun mm. month for us because it's a lot of celebrating, but it's also a lot of eating shitty food. Yeah. And drinking. <laughs> yeah. And, Fucking. <laughs> yeah. So this, well, this week we have, we didn't drink anything this week. No alcohol this week. We had enough. Spent an inordinate amount of time in the gym just to refresh and cleanse. And, you know, I mean, it's just been crazy. Be nice to our bodies for a change. Yeah. It, it's been nuts. Work's been hectic, mine and yours. So yeah, a lot going on in February, but we just had an amazing, another amazing week. We got to celebrate Valentine's Day. Yes. That was Friday. Super sexy and exciting. We went to a drag slash burlesque show. Yes. Which is fucking amazing when you, know, you think about it happening in our town yeah it was in a very cool venue too it was not yeah. in they have drag shows here but yes. they're typically in like gross bars yeah and this is this was actually in the premier wedding venue in town so if you're gonna have a wedding <laughs> in our town this is where you want to have it and you've got to book that bitch like two years in advance fuck yeah so if you're gonna ask your significant other to marry you better have a fucking plan if you want to be in this place yeah and th- so the fact that they pulled it off in this venue I was like fuck yes we have to go yeah. and support it and I was so excited to do that the show itself was amazing. Well, yeah. Your friend is the one who puts it on. Yes. He was the MC for the event. Yes. And performer. who, And he was amazing. She was so amazing. So funny. And the most, for me, the most impressive thing was the aerial acrobatics. The, the gal that was uh, using the silk ribbon two stories up. Jesus. First of all, super sexy uh, and, and <laughs> yes. just fucking talented beyond talented. So talented. Yeah, I crazy. was in awe. I did, however, get food poisoning. Yes. So while the venue itself is spectacular and the show was amazing the food was dog shit which i told you not to eat as soon as i saw it i pushed the plate away i said brenda don't eat that and you were just ravenous i was fucking starving i hadn't eaten all day so i was like oh like no offense but you're kind of a food snob so i'm thinking (laughs) lesson learned but i'm thinking okay brian's just being a food snob right now whatever i'm gonna eat i didn't eat a ton of it but i did eat some of the food yeah we had there was lobster bisque and the minute i smelled it and i just dipped my spoon in it tasted and I told you, you can't eat this. And of course, you, you ate some of it anyway, which in, un, and undoubtedly is what got you sick. I'm, I'm certain that's how you got food. Yeah, about 1.30 in the morning, I wanted to die and I yeah. wanted to reverse eight hours and listen to you for a change. Yeah, it was terrible. So, But amazing night, super sexy. We had a great time, had great sex afterwards. It was so hot. Valentine's Day is, you know, I get it. It's a Hallmark holiday, but you have to participate. If you have a significant other, you have to get involved in Valentine's Day, right? Well, I just think it's one of those, it's an excuse to have fun with your partner. Yeah. And we were in a, in this beautiful venue, there were what, eight people. So four couples basically to a table. Right. And we were sitting at a table with very clearly vanilla folks. Very. Right. So no question about it based on the conversations that were going on and, and, you know, just interacting with, with them. And in fact, actually one of the couples, the younger couple at the table, probably they were about your age, I guess. After a few minutes of being there, they disappeared. Like they didn't even stay for like dinner. They got up and bailed. So right. 
gifts and maybe something happened with a babysitter or something weird. But we sat there with this, these other two couples and they were super vanilla. And you could just tell this was their night out. This was their yearly like escapade for right. the for the year. This is what they were doing, you right. know, and which I find, you know, it's endearing. I, I find it I find it interesting. But for sure, that's like their thing. That's their night out. And this that one couple sitting right next to us, they came from like three hours out of town to go to this thing. Yeah. You know, so it's a big deal for them. Got a room, you know, probably had somebody watching the kids. So, I mean, you got to do that stuff. If you're a couple, I mean, you've got to. Well, we certainly do all the time. <laughs> well, we do it anyway. And that's kind of my point. Like, especially when you consider lifestyle couples like our friends, the couples that we interact with, they don't need a special day to show how much they care about each other and how much they enjoy each other's company. But it's nice, I guess, for folks who don't ordinarily do that. I don't want to say it forces them to kind of get involved, but I guess it kind of does. Like, it's like Hallmark's guilting some some dude into buying yeah. his old lady roses. Buy me some fucking chocolates, Yeah, bitch. man. Figure it out. Take me to a drag show and, you know, take me on the dance floor, spin me around. So. I think it's great. We we had a blast and uh, enjoyed it very much, with, of course, the exception of your food poisoning. Yes. And then Saturday, the day after Valentine's Day, is uh, what we're going to be talking about today very shortly. Yes. That was my birthday. So it was your birthday celebration. Your birthday was on Monday. Yep. You and I are exactly a week apart. So we both celebrated our birthdays on Saturdays one week apart. Yeah. Well, having your birthday on a Monday fucking sucks. Oh, it's terrible. We totally celebrated on Saturday and we're going to talk about it very shortly. Yeah. But before we do, we have to get to a single guy tip of the week. Yeah. So I, so we have a number of them because of some dumb shit that's been going on. Do you want to use one of yours or would you like me to use one of mine i think you should go so obviously we have talked about uh how we are you know we're back in the saddle of looking for playmates both male and female at this point and whether it's you know people we're going to play with together or independently we are on the hunt so to speak for new friends in the lifestyle and we are pretty active we're actively trying to do that i have been as well much more so than i i normally do and in interacting with mostly single dudes or seemingly single dudes, that's never a dull moment with some of these guys. <laughs> uh, they, they are constantly teaching me something, specifically what not to fucking do. So what has happened as of late, I've noticed, and this is, I think, largely due to our the size of our town, our area. I, I get it. It's small. Not a lot of options. However, what I've noticed is there are same, some guys using multiple profiles. Yes. But different profiles. I'll give you an example. Interesting. So I get contacted. We, we, we kind of connect with a guy on Tinder, okay? And there's a picture of him. Face, facial picture, pretty normal. He's got a picture of him with his dog. Totally normal where we live. There's a mountain behind him. It's pretty fucking standard, right? right. That, that's how you know you're in Montana. So we are kind of interacting a little bit. Meanwhile, I've been trying to use that double list that seems to be kind of becoming a thing yes. here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our town is so small, in fact, that it doesn't appear on Double List, as you know, <laughs> yes. right? So the closest town to us, about two and a half hours away, it's pretty much everyone's on there, right? Or In another the town, state. yeah, or another town three miles, away, uh, you know, three hours away. So anyway, as we're I'm corresponding with this guy, and it's been a couple of days. Now we kind of I, I see a, an ad on Double List. Very similar kind of to what we're looking for. Well, the fucking picture is the same dude. Problem is, everything he says on there, completely different from what he's got on Tinder. Weird. Now, it indicates that he's single. It says he lives in a different town, right? Now, again, maybe not totally unusual because our town is so small, so he's kind of throwing a wider net. Yeah. But still, too many inconsistency. Age was different by one year, which I thought was weird. That is weird. And, of course, the pictures were the exact same. 
Like two of the three, he had, there are three pictures on Tinder, two on double list. Both those pictures were, were the same, but his information was different. Even his description of himself was different, which is just bizarre. So I guess my point is, I get it if you're you know in a situation where you're a single guy, let's hope you're single. I, I, I don't know that he is 100% actually at this point, because it's kind of strange. Two different cities, you know, kind of kind of playing the field. Well, single or married guys on Tinder don't put their pictures on They typically on don't put their faces, which we found out. Certainly, I don't think you're going to do it on Double List either, because Double List, for those of you who don't know, is what replaced Craigslist, essentially. Like the right? casual encounter. Casual part. encounter portion of Craigslist is now known as Double List. So you can kind of check that out if you haven't already. Anyhow, I just found it strange, because... Like, and so I said to him, hey, man, do you have a post on Double List? Crickets. Never got another text <laughs> message back from the guy. So why? So, why do you think he's doing that? Well I, well, I don't know. I think part of me thinks that because there is such a small group of people kind of to choose from, that he's kind of spreading it out a little bit and, and testing the water. Or maybe he's, and he's maybe trying to see which one of his two profiles, although the pictures were the same, is oh. going to garner him the most interest. You think he's kind of experimenting? Yes, I think he's trying to figure out what's going to get him the most attention. Well, that's right? kind of silly, though. Why not just be genuine? Well, that's my point. If you're genuinely interested and earnestly want to meet someone in person, it's not going to do you any benefit at all if it's not factual. Yeah. You know, if you tell me in one thing that you're six foot two and you're 175 pounds, but in this other one, you're five foot nine and 175 pounds, we're, <laughs> you're, I mean, that's pretty much what he did. So that means he's lying being six foot two. <laughs> well, some, I mean, it's, I, you know, it's strange. Did someone take his pictures and, and make another profile? I, I doubt it because he stopped responding when I asked him that, oh, which I sure. found interesting. He got so, caught. Yeah. So listen, guys, I, I get it. You know, like you're in a situation like we are where you're, the numbers are small and few. I get it. Or at least seemingly. So if you're going to use multiple platforms, which there's nothing wrong with, you've got to kind of, you know, you got to try to do your best to, to, to throw that big net. You got to be consistent. Just just be authentic. Tell people what you're looking for and who you really are and be consistent. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of guys doing that in bigger cities that just never get caught. For sure. there's so many options out there that you never yeah. come across the same person on multiple platforms. Right. But in our town, it happens all the fucking well, time. Well, listen, you, you go to Tinder on our platform and I see the same four or five dudes every time I'm on it. Yeah. Regard, I mean, it's always the same guys. And it's again, it's understandable. Not a huge pool to choose from. So it makes sense that they're, you know, they're on Tinder or this site or that site or, you know, whatever. But you got to be consistent. You can't have multiple personalities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> don't have multiple descriptions of yourself, particularly when the pictures are the same. Right. You know, it's very clearly you. So I get it. You want to, you know, you're testing the water. You want to see what people are attracted to and what's going to get their attention, but you got to be more consistent because instantly you're, you know, there's a red flag. Or just, you know, fucking be honest. Yeah. I mean, you could start that with that. It's really difficult for some people. Yeah. No doubt about it. So anyway, single guy tip of the week. If you are using multiple platforms, not only should you maybe mention that, especially as you start getting into a conversation, because I've been chatting with this guy for probably the better part of three or four days. And especially if you know you live in a small town where it's possible to have people see you in different places, it's not going to hurt you to mention that. It's disclosure. It's not a bad thing. It lets people know you're genuine and being honest. But certainly don't alter your fucking description to try to better your chances. Yeah. You know, it's just disingenuous. That's silly. Yeah, very stupid. But I have run into that now a couple of times. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so. I think I'm going to save mine for next week. Yeah, yours was interesting for sure. And there's a couple of them actually because of some of the stuff that's been going on with some of the single dudes. Yeah. yeah. So, so stay tuned for more. Yeah. We always have material for Single Guy Tip of the Week. Yeah, listen, It is a we, constant stream of content thanks to these guys. Yeah, we we 
look for single guys. You play with single guys. We are now, I am interacting with a, a woman who is not single. She is married, as I mentioned, in an open relationship. Uh, and that seems to still be going in the right direction. But, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. But for the most part, we interact with single guys. So we, you know, we see a lot of dumb shit. We run the gamut. We have yeah. run into a lot of great single guys. Yeah. But the majority of it is, it's bullshit. And, uh, it's a you challenge. know. It's yeah, it's funny if nothing else. Yeah, we've gotten to the point where we don't all, we no longer get angry about the dumb shit with single dudes because it's just too much energy. I don't want to burn the calories. Oh fuck no, we just laugh now. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. You have to you have to laugh it off because in yeah. the beginning we would focus so heavily on it, and especially me, I'm a very sensitive person. I would get so fucking upset when one of these guys would lie yeah. or blow us off yeah. or say something horrible, and now it's like you just fucking can't because I would do nothing but be upset if we did that. Yeah, it's it, it there's again too many calories burned worrying about what one of these fucking idiots is saying or doing or thinking or how they're behaving it's not worth it what is worth it however is when you weed through the two dozen bullshit profiles come across one genuine person which is really kind of cool absolutely you know uh, on that note, you will be very shortly writing an article for ASN on the hot wife experience. Yes. And I'm looking forward to that because some of the ideas that you've got and, you know, the collaborations that you're thinking about doing, I think for me are, are the most interesting because there are so many components of that lifestyle that, that people just aren't really touching on. No, very few people talk about the intricacies of hot wifing. And uh, I hope to do it in like a really fun, lighthearted way. But I do think that there's also some important topics to talk about and some things that we run into that I wish were not the case in the lifestyle. So, you know, it'll be a kind of a mixture of of the two, both kind of informative and fun, fresh. So I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So... We have to get to the fun shit. Yeah, so I'm going to let you start because I want to go on the record as saying, and I don't think I'm out of line here, you're terrible at keeping a secret. Oh, 100%. You are literally like a five-year-old when it comes to trying to keep a secret. So the fact that you were able to pull this off, nothing short of a miracle. I'm really impressed with myself. Yes, so why don't you go ahead and lay out the details. Okay, so... I wanted to do something sexy for your birthday because I knew we were doing something sexy for my birthday. Not that it's like tit for tat, but I just thought it'd be really fun if like one weekend we did something quote unquote for me and the next weekend we did something quote unquote for you. Yeah, well, as it turns out, it's really not that way. Kind of like the butt plug you bought me for my birthday. I don't feel like it was it wasn't just for me for sure. No, I mean there's definitely some selfish intentions there, yeah, but for sure. it was I was trying to be thoughtful and sexy for your birthday. And it was very much appreciated. So, I planned something way ahead of time. I started talking about this with this person like during Christmas basically. Yeah, so I mean that's crazy. So, I kept it a secret for like Eight weeks, seven yeah. weeks. Um, it's, you typically can't keep a secret for eight hours. Yeah, I know. So the idea that you managed to do this, pretty impressive, right up till the last minute. Yes. As we'll discuss, like how I found out, because I didn't know anything literally until the very last minute. So I had this whole plan to do kind of a scavenger hunt for you, and then I dialed it way back because I'm like, okay, he's not fucking 12. Like, this is not his 12th birthday. <laughs> yeah, we don't, like hunting Easter we don't eggs. need to do a scavenger hunt, but I was going to have you like going all over the city and then ending up here. Well, and the, well, and you changed like the, the plans changed at the very last minute too. Right. So I dialed back the scavenger hunt to just you having a sexy experience, and the idea was for you to go to this hotel room by yourself, walk in, and have this sexy surprise waiting for you right. while I was still at work. Right. 
timing wise it didn't make a lot of sense you worked out later than i thought you were going to this person didn't get into town until later than i thought she right. was going to right so should i just disclose who we're talking yeah, about we're talking about our friend hannah our friend hannah so i reached out to hannah like i said during christmas time basically and was like hey i have this really sexy idea for brian's birthday would you be willing to come to town I will take care of the hotel room if you'll take care of the sexy shit with me. And she was like, I am so down. That sounds so hot. Well, and what's really interesting, again, to put it into perspective, Hannah's got to drive about two and a half hours to get to us. Yeah. In, in possibly like shitty weather because the, the route she has to take is one of the most dangerous roads in the state of Montana this time of year. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Thankfully, the roads were not bad, but she totally agreed. She was such a good sport about it. In fact, she was the one that came up with the idea of us turning it into a toy session yes so <laughs> no shock knowing hannah the, the original idea was her. for you to go and play with her alone and then for the three of us to go to dinner and then for the three of us to play right timing wise it just didn't work out that way so instead what we did is i came home got myself all ready i took a backpack earlier in the day to the hotel yeah, we didn't full. talk about this. So you checked. Did you do that on your lunch break or something? Yeah. So on my lunch break, I went to the hotel, checked in, and went up to the room, had this huge backpack full of toys, laid them out all over the hotel room. Right. And condoms and lube and like everything you could imagine. All these sexy little yeah, tools. We'll, we'll get to the condoms. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. And then what was really funny is when I checked in, I was like, oh, my friend's going to come up and drop off some stuff in our room, some gifts because, you know, it's my it's my man's birthday. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll escort her up to the room. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not going to work. <laughs> I want to leave her a key. <laughs> right. So she, they she agreed, but it was yeah, just Yeah, that would have been really like, awkward if she walked in and saw dildos and paddles and condoms and lube everywhere. Well, not only that, but Hannah was actually staying in the room. Right. So I'm like, she right. needs a fucking key. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's and also we should say, we've never been to this hotel before. It is in our town. And, and I've always found it interesting because it's a, a, it's a boutique hotel that has been renovated it's very unique yeah, yeah it's very it's very very unique very art deco even the elevator had this like plaque in it explaining why it looked the way it did because they wanted to keep it authentic it was chrome and mirror i mean you needed sunglasses in this thing yeah it was so cool uh but very very nice hotel and the room was really unique too because of the you know the balcony kind of situation but uh yeah it was it was awesome yeah. So then, so I came home, I picked you up, you know, I got ready for dinner. And all you told me was I just needed to be dressed when you got home. Yes. So we get in the car and I'm, I'm giving you directions, not telling you like go to this hotel. I'm just giving you an instructions right. on how to get there. Right. And at first I had you thinking we were going to this horrible fucking bar <laughs> yes. that's right by the hotel yes. that you would never in a million years go into. No, and You're like, this has got to be a fucking joke. I'm not going there for my birthday. <laughs> no. And so, you know, we've talked about this a lot. We have our favorite places in town and we go to a couple of dive bars that we really dig. This particular bar that you're talking about isn't just a dive bar. It's a total shithole. Yes. And I was, I was like, no, there's no fucking way we're doing this. You're right. You know, there's no way. <laughs> So last minute I had you turn into the hotel and yeah. you're like still super confused. Like what yeah. the fuck are we doing at a hotel in our own town? That yeah, doesn't make so any weird. sense. Yeah, why wouldn't we just be at home? What's going on? So we go in, we go up the elevator to the third floor and we walk to the room and I tell you to knock on the door. And it's a it's interesting. It's like a slide door. Yeah, it's a glass, it's sliding glass wall. 
Yes. Is essentially what it is. It had a curtain, so I couldn't see in until, of course, Hannah came to the window and opened the curtain. I was and like, you're like, oh, oh. Okay. I see what's happening. <laughs> I thought you were had like some kind of orgy set up or something I wasn't prepared for. Oh, God. I wouldn't have surprised you with an orgy. Well, you said it was a surprise. I didn't know. would have know. communicated about an orgy. <laughs> probably. Probably a good idea. Anyway, uh, so yeah. So, of course, she comes to the window, and uh, I was super surprised and excited because she's awesome, and, and I knew we were going to have fun. And she looks so beautiful. Yeah, she is so cute. She had she's this so beautiful cute. black dress on and heels and her hair was all done like she really made an effort for your birthday which i thought was super sweet well yeah and also of course what i didn't know at that point was that we were going to dinner yes the three of us were going to have dinner so we did we went to one of our favorite places and we sat and had dinner together and drinks and it was really really fun well here's what you don't know because i didn't tell you this yet okay so earlier in the day because that was uh, so not in that day I, i'm sorry friday i had that uh, one of our favorite restaurants of course is one of my customers and i was there friday and while I was there, it occurred to me because I didn't know what you were up to yet. And I was trying to find out. So <laughs> what, so our favorite chef and our favorite manager were there. And I said, hey, uh, I need to know something. I said, do I have reservations here tomorrow? And both of them looked at me and didn't know what to say. <laughs> um, I was like, right, so do I have reservations here tomorrow? Am I having dinner here tomorrow? And I said to our manager friend, or am I having dinner next door at his restaurant? And neither of them would say anything. I was like, okay, I'm not going to get you in trouble. I'll just, I won't say, I'm done. I don't need to ask any more questions. I'll just play along. You nosy motherfucker. So, you were trying to ruin the surprise. So I kind of had some, well, I was just trying to figure out what I was getting into. I didn't know, because I was going to be like, okay, so how many is the reservation for? You know, I wasn't really sure. But they, so to their credit, they didn't give you up. Could They didn't ruin my eight-week surprise. No, they didn't give it up. Nope. <laughs> so, yes, we had dinner at an amazing place. It was really funny. There was two women sitting at oh. the bar while we were having dinner, and they were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Yeah, so here's the thing. We're sitting at, and again, this is our favorite place. We're there a lot. Everybody knows us. I mean, literally, the owner is, 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 comes out, and he was in the kitchen and came out and said hello to us, and, you know, we know everyone. So it's not like we're, you know, it's new and, like, people don't recognize us, but we're sitting in the bar. We're at a high top, the three of us. I'm sitting between the two of you okay yes. i'm not touching either of you no literally not touching either of you which is kind of weird i don't know for some reason i just didn't i don't well, know you're also you kind know. of far apart on this yeah table. it's a big table i mean it's big not top. you kind of have well, to reach to be able to to yeah. touch well i mean i could have put my hands under the table and rubbed your legs or something but i wasn't doing that we were just kind of having a nice conversation but just five or six feet away are these two women sitting at the bar who are just eye fucking this whole situation like they're trying to figure out what's going on as if a, a two women and a guy can't have dinner together like one of you could easily have been my sister or something do you think you we know? were just like throwing out sexy vibes maybe maybe i mean she hannah's wearing this very low-cut black dress you've got your boobalicious dress on your tits were out totally and you know i guess I mean, we maybe looked a little slutty <laughs> maybe maybe and then of course when our the owner of the restaurant came over we introduced him to our friend and i think i introduced him as hey this is our friend hannah so i don't know if it threw i don't know i'm not really sure what vibe we were throwing off but these two women were fucking trying to figure it out <laughs> yeah they really were desperately one of them particularly was desperately trying to figure it out but you know anyway it was super sexy and i, I enjoyed dinner it was it was just fun to be there the two of us with her yes. you know knowing 
obviously what's going to be taking place later. That was what what it was for me. It was an anticipatory buildup. I was sitting there the whole time, like looking at her. She's looking super sexy. Of course, yeah. you look super sexy. And I'm like, I'm going to be naked with these people soon. Yeah. So of course I'm thinking while I'm sitting there, because the last time I saw Hannah was, it was just her and I right. when we played together. And that was super fucking hot. Like literally, not only was it sexually hot, it was heat hot, sweating. It was, it was a workout <laughs> and it was a good time. So, that, you know, of course I'm thinking about that and so that's just get you know that's just building it up even further because the three of us hadn't been together since the first time we were together right which had been a few months yeah so i was looking forward to it yeah so then we uh, kept the anticipatory build-up going yes we went next door and had margaritas and then we went to the hotel yes and by the time we got there i was i was worked up well you know how worked up i was because i was naked first Yes. Which I don't ever do. Like Hannah went into the bathroom to... Ch- well, actually, what you said was you had uh, some lingerie. Yes. Right? So and I then, went into the yeah. to the restroom and changed into my lingerie. And then she's like, oh, I have lingerie too. So, so she went she to go in. change. Yeah, but I'm naked. You're already. naked already. Yeah, I'm just waiting patiently on the bed. I'm naked. Yeah. I was not... I was just not waiting you for... You were ready yeah. to get your cock service. Yes, I was. <laughs> and so while she's in the bathroom, of course, you're now sucking my cock. And it's, Well, let's put it into perspective. This place was lit up like a Christmas tree. So we turned the lights down. We had just the, like kind of the TV was on, music was playing, but the curtain on the door wasn't closing all the way. <laughs> so if you're coming down the, if you were coming down the hall from one particular direction, you are absolutely looking right in the door through this like slit in the curtain. Yeah, but it right was really bed. dark inside. I don't. Well, think I didn't anyone... care. It was my point. So I think I was standing in front of that, thinking, "Ah, fuck it. If they see, they see." <laughs> you know. So I didn't really give a shit. But yeah, I was standing there, my back to that door, and you were laying on the bed sucking my cock when Hannah first came out. Yes. And she, you had that, you know that black sexy thing on yes and she was wearing something i think it was red the same thing she sent us a picture of for valentine's day yes it was this red lacy number and yeah. it was amazing on her yeah she's yeah she's got like amazing tits and and super sexy so yeah yeah she's big booty just like the yours. right places <laughs> yeah she is and you got i mean literally you two are like little thick bookends because you're about the same height pretty much yeah we're you both know? teeny yeah big booties and it's like it's like little bookends yeah just like a redhead and a blonde bookend <laughs> who has a bigger booty me or her you do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you do, for sure. Yeah, you got the bigger booty. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. But she's she's a close second. She's a very close second. Yes. So I started sucking your cock, and then she quickly came over and started kind of touching me and yeah. you. She was laying on the bed like you were, you were on your stomach. She got to uh, what would be your right side and was kind of laying on you and rubbing your butt and, you know, just touching you and rubbing and, your hair. And then she came over and started sucking your cock, and I went to your balls. So she, you had yes. her mouth on your cock right. and my mouth on your balls. Yes, it and was lovely. And we're both just going to town. Yes. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> So it was so of course you guys are now both laying on the bed in this kind of what looked to be a very awkward position because situationally it didn't look very comfortable. Yeah, we so were like I, on top of one another. Yeah, so I just jumped on the bed. I'm like, let me make this easy for everybody. And I got on the bed and you guys just kind of continued moving in the same direction. Here's what's interesting what I found interesting from the time that the first time we played together, you, myself, and Hannah, and then this time. Okay. Because now I had a much greater familiarity with her because I did play with her alone. Yes. So I knew like what her thresholds were. And even at one point, like when you were paddling her, you were like, Am I, is it too hard? And I even said to you, because my cock was in her mouth, I'm like, nope, that's not too hard. Keep going. Yeah. So we're skipping ahead of Yeah, we're getting here. way ahead of myself. So I get up. And she's still sucking your cock. Yes. And I say we should break out some of the toys. Right. So I bring over some of the impact instruments. And I assumed you were going to 
get up and paddle both of us or, or flog both of us. Right. But she was super focused on your cock, which is totally fine. Right. But I was like, well, maybe I should flog you. Yes. And she said, I would love that. So, you know, I asked her to, to let me know if it was too much. And I started, I started flogging her ass and her back and her legs and everything. And it was so erotic. Watching her suck your cock while I'm flogging her was incredible. Well, it's interesting because you guys have both basically have the same level of impact threshold. Yes. So like when you were kind of being gentle and you were asking her, I was like, keep going. She's fine. Well, I had no idea because I've never topped her. Right. Well, I did. And I knew she could take it and enjoyed it. (laughs) Yes. So if you know, I don't know if you noticed, but while you were flogging her, the more you flogged her, like the harder I was pulling her hair Uh and choking her. I mean, she just makes these amazing noises when she she gets to that. Yeah. When she gets to that point, she just loves that level of impact and it's i mean it's really i mean you can really go hard she likes that that real hard impact yeah i didn't go super hard i mean i definitely didn't go as hard as like i could take just because like i said it was the first time i'd ever you know given her any level of impact well what throws you off with her what threw me off because she's so fair-skinned she bruises instantly well her skin becomes red like you would not believe and it gets like glowing red the room was dark and i could still see these like glowing little lumps going coming up on her ass and i was like oh my god yeah pretty quickly you can start to see the bruises after like just 10 15 20 minutes of play yeah and again you could see them even in that dim light so it kind of threw me off the first time too and but she's i mean 100 percent consensual she loves it yeah so yeah. we stopped and then i think did i go over and grab you a condom at that point uh no so you were well you were flogging her she was sucking my cock and then there was a, a moment where you you came back over and you started sucking my cock because what you're leaving out is like my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh, what's that? So if you remember, you went down to sucking my cock. She came up and was kissing me. Yes. And I said, I think it would be amazing if you would ride my cock while she sat on my face. Oh my God, yes. I can't believe we forgot this or I forgot this. So she, so I'm on my back now. So I've slid down. I'm going to paint a picture. I was kind of up. My back was up against the headboard. So now I've slid down. So you're now riding me, facing me. Yes. And she's sitting on my on my face also with her back back to you yes so so i can't see you but i can feel your hands and her hands yes so you're like rubbing her back and rubbing her hair and so you you're riding my cock and about the same time that you're ready to come she's ready to come yes and it was so freaking hot so i'm coming and i'm gripping onto her from the back at first i like start on her ass and yeah. i'm just like ripping down on it as i'm coming and then almost immediately after i came she was coming yeah so i grabbed her hair from the back and was pulling on it this is so you have a handful of her hair i have a handful of her hair and we're both pulling as she's coming and that lasted a little while because you didn't get up right away and neither did she it was just it was just too fucking hot to stop it was so intense and it was yeah it was the hottest thing ever i mean she's like leaning back into me at one point while she's riding your face and i'm riding your cock oh my god she got very sensitive so we had to stop for a second and that was the time she got off of, of my face you got off of my cock and came back up and then you and I were just kind of kissing and touching and she was on the other side of me and then she started kissing me and then you got up to get me condom number one. Right. So, and I say condom number one because we literally went through somewhere between nine and 11 of them. (laughs) 
it was crazy <laughs> because I was constantly going between the two of you. Right. So cha- pulling a condom off, the fucking you after I was fucking her, and then putting another condom on and going back to fucking her. The room, by the time it was over, was it looked like one of those like theaters you put the quarter in the slot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fucking condoms and shit all over the floor. It looked like we had a huge orgy. It looked like an orgy. three of us. Yeah, by the time it was over, it looked like an orgy. Well, you know, you got to be hygienic. So anyway, so yeah, you went and got me the condom. I was, and you've, so you haven't seen me fucking her since the first time we were together. Right. And if you ever, if anybody heard that particular episode, you were literally like a little kid sitting at the edge of the bed, like head in your hands, watching this whole thing. Yes. So she, you give me the condom, she gets on her back. And so I'm going to, I'm fucking her from the top and you are to the side again. So like you were on the, you were at the edge of the bed, on the foot of the bed, but we were kind of sideways. Right. And again, you were just watching. Like, I thought maybe you were going to get involved and do something, but you were just mesmerized by what was happening. I love watching you fuck another woman. It is so sexy for me. I don't I haven't fully developed my thoughts on why this is so fucking hot for me. I really, truly think it's a matter of I know how good it is when you fuck me. So watching you give that same pleasure to someone else and knowing that, like, I'm sharing you in that way is really erotic. So is it more of the is it the conversion conversion aspect or is it simply that you just like I mean, it's just a vo- from a voyeuristic aspect. I mean, what what is? It I think for it's you? a combination of the two. I like knowing that you're having fun. I also I think it's you know we talked about the royalty perk once in yeah. terms of like the hot wifeing. I for think me, for sure, that's, that's a of, huge aspect. That's the reverse of that is is kind of what it's like for me too, where it's like I know how amazing you are, and I love the idea of sharing you, but knowing that you're mine. Right. That's kind of the royalty perk is that concept where you know the king, for example, would sit and watch the his queen dance with other people and kind of interact with other people knowing full well that after the the ball was over back to the room they went and so they got to enjoy like the experience of watching their partner be admired be and- admired and appreciated by other people and that's really the, the biggest part of that for me so when it comes to me watching you like with Clint for example it's really that that aspect of knowing just how good it is in that moment for him and then watching you really be fulfilled, which is a huge thing for me. Yeah. Obviously. And then knowing full well that when that's over, we have our time together. It is also like live action porn, though. A hundred fucking percent. That's and it's literally really what hot. it is. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it is. So we talked last time when, so after I played with Hannah alone, that, that last time we, we were, she and I were together, she sent me pictures and you got to see the bruises and all that kind of stuff. You got a gut check moment about that. So well, what was that like to see it now? You're, now, because you didn't see me paddle her or pull her hair or no impact the first time the three of us were together. We were just feeling each other out. The second time she and I played, it was a DS session. Well, I want to I hold that till the end because I have a thought on that that I haven't even really shared with you yet because I've really been digesting it and thinking about it. Okay. So I'll talk about it at the end. But watching you pull her hair and spank her and all that was super hot. I had zero issue with it. Did you notice while like, so, okay, so I was fucking her on top. A lot of breast play. She she likes breast torture and choking and hair pulling and all that kind of stuff. So after that, of course, I got, I got up. She got on her stomach. You laid down and you guys were kind of playing a little bit. And then I took the condom off and I started fucking you essentially the same way I was fucking her. Yes. And she was touching both of us. That stopped for a period of time. Then I went, put another condom on that was like condom two or three or whatever, (laughs) went back to fucking her. But when I did, did you, 
Did you notice, did it occur to you that when I put her, when she was on her stomach and I was fucking her from behind, I very similarly fucked her the way I do you from behind a lot of times? Yes. So did you pick up on that or what what did you think? Yeah, no, that was the first time I've ever seen you do that because I've always kind of thought of it as like, I mean, when we're with couples, I've never seen you do that. No, I don't think I've ever done it before. So I'll paint another picture for you. For you, one of the things you like the most is when you're on your stomach, I'm fucking you from behind, but I straddle your legs. Yes. That way I have, I get a really good grip of your hair or your neck and or your ass and I can some, perform some impact obviously because I'm able to hold you down. Well, it's also you get so deep because it's just the perfect angle for you to just, you know, right. bang me as hard and deep as you possibly can. Yes, and for those of you listening, if you're wearing a cock ring, it's a really nice angle Oh yeah, from that position it's for whatever perfect. reason. It's it may be p- p- partially an anatomical thing for the two yeah, of us. Yeah, it's an angle. But it, it works very well. Anyway, when I did that with her, I was I was consciously thinking, like, I don't think she's ever seen me do this to anybody else before. That's really interesting. I thought of it too in the moment, but it was super hot and she loved it. She was yeah. just, and once again, you're grabbing her, you're smacking her ass, you're pulling her hair just like you do with me. And yeah, watching you do that, I kept thinking, oh, she's loving it just as much as I do. Well, when she has, when she orgasms very similarly to you. Yes. So when we were, when she and I were done with that position, I rolled, flipped her over, took the condom off, and then I was on the foot of the bed, if you remember. This was so fucking hot. <laughs> so this was your idea. I'll give you points for this. So I, so you were like, so I said, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go down on Hannah. And if, if that's okay with her, she's like, uh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> and so you said, well, why don't you get at the edge of the bed so that I can suck your cock while you're going down on her? So you were kneeling at the edge of the bed. Foot of the bed, yeah. She was obviously laying on the bed. On and her back. you were eating her out and yeah. I got down under you yes. on the floor and was sucking your cock and licking your balls while you were going down on her. Yes, checking my oil, so to speak. And oh. it was fucking insane. And so I don't know if it was a little bit of, I don't know, self-serving probably because she came a couple of times yes. and I didn't stop because it just felt so good. <laughs> But it was obvious that she was getting very sensitive. So then, of course, I stopped so we could kind of change positions But it again. did go on for a long time. Yeah, it was so fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, it was really hot. Was it yeah. hard for you to concentrate in that moment? No, 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 not at all. Because I was just, I mean, essentially what you were doing to me was just driving me crazy. So I was just transferring that energy to her. And you guys are very, I mean, very anatomically very similar. Your orgasm is very similar. Your mannerisms are very similar. So if I'm going down on her, she's basically reacting similarly to the way you do. Not quite as strong a clench and, you know, that kind of thing. But it, it's very similar. So it's very, it's comfortable. It's it's like familiar. You had familiar. a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's familiar. So I don't, yeah. it doesn't, it's not, it wasn't throwing me off. I think that's the, the biggest part of when we play or when I play with her. It's not, it doesn't feel weird because it feels familiar. Yeah. You know, it's not foreign to you. Yeah. If it's not, you're not having to constantly second guess what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly now, especially what it is that she likes and, and doesn't like, of course, and what she's looking for. So it just makes it a lot more comfortable. Man, that was that between that and her sitting on my face while you were riding my cock were like the two hottest points of that entire fucking session, which lasted well over two hours. Oh my God. It was forever. I mean, so we're leaving out chunks of this whole thing because we would eat up two hours of talking about it. Well, yeah, because then there was a point where we took a break. You got up, got some water for all of us. I'm now laying back up on the the headboard again. She's laying on my chest. And then she starts licking my nipples. And very quickly, you came back to the bed. You brought water. She starts doing that. And then you go back to sucking my cock. 
And now I've got a handful of her hair, a handful of your hair. It, I mean, it was all I could do not to come at that moment. Getting I had to, licked all over. Yeah, it was crazy. So, <laughs> And then you guys got to play a little bit together. And I got to watch that and kind of feel both of you. But you were both laying on me. Yes. So th- that just made it that much fucking hotter. So at one point, she comes over and I'm sucking her cock. She gets behind me and she starts yeah. nibbling my ass. Yes. Which was so, it was so hot. So she's she's going to town on my ass, and then she also she has these amazing nails. So at one yeah. point she's biting my ass and running her nails down this both of my sides yeah. while I'm sucking your cock. It was amazing. Well, she does that thing like you know how you like a lot of times will run your your fingernails like down Clint's thighs while you're sucking his cock. Well, what she was doing was running her hands like putting her hands on my chest and pulling her nails down while she was sucking my cock. She does that kind of nail thing on the skin. It's just, it creates this crazy sensitivity. It's very fucking sexy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was a good time. So at this point, there are condoms everywhere. Condoms and you, lube everywhere. You have gone back and forth between fucking me and fucking her and getting your cock sucked and fucking me and fucking her. It's just like this rotation. Well, and at one point, I was fucking you from behind. She uh, She's on the left side of us, like rubbing both of us. I stop fucking you, grab a condom real quick, which you left on the edge of the bed kindly enough. Yes. Put that on, start fucking her. So basically, I just changed partners, but you guys just changed positions. Yes. Like you rolled over and now you're touching her and touching me while I'm fucking her. Fucking her from the side, which was super fucking hot. Yes. Same thing to you. So basically what I was doing to one of you, I was doing to the other. (laughs) Uh, But going through literally almost a dozen condoms. Yes. It was crazy. They were everywhere. It, yeah, I'm not even sure we got them all when we left. So then the this whole thing ends with <laughs> yeah. you once again sitting up against the edge or the, the, the headboard. headboard. Yeah. And she is making out with you, yes. running her hands all over you. Yes. I am sucking your cock and pulling on your balls. Yes. And just giving you the full oral experience. And I can tell you're close because... Oh, yeah. Your legs twitch when you start getting closer. Yeah. I should not twitch, but they kind of shake a little. Well, bit. and I was trying because again, I didn't. I didn't know how much longer either of us, any of us, had in us at this point. Yeah, my tank was almost empty. So, and I, you know, of course, now she's laying next to me and she's making out with me and she's kissing my neck and rubbing her hands all over me, which is driving me insane because you are also sucking my cock and rubbing my ball. So it's all I can do not to come. Obviously, at some point, this is going to happen very quickly, uh, which absolutely I did. But what was amazing amazing is that when I came, of course, I came in your mouth, she recognized obviously what was happening because I was making noises. She stopped like kissing me and just started biting my chest at the same time. (laughs) I mean, Jesus, it was nuts. Yeah. It was so hot. And then, so you come in my mouth and I, you know, swallow it and I'm kind of like licking up the extra cum and she's just has this shit eating grin on her face, smiling down at me. Well, and then she goes down there and starts sucking my cock too, yes. which I thought was, I was like, wow, what a fucking team player. She was a real sport. Yeah. Like crazy. Like, so again, at the very end, it started out essentially how it ended, essentially how it started both of you on my cock. And she was just a fucking, she was a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> So you definitely got a little bit spoiled on your birthday, I feel, which I was really happy that we were able to do because, and she and I talked about it ahead of time. I knew there wasn't going to be a ton of play between she and I. For example, when I was packing the backpack, I thought about putting in a strap on because she and I have never done that before. And I was like, no, I just like, we really wanted to make this about you. We wanted this to be about you receiving as much sensation and fun as you possibly could. Yeah, because it's interesting. I didn't, I mean, I didn't really notice it 
during our session because there was just so much going on. But you guys never really kind of, I mean, you were kissing and touching, but you never went down on each other or really spent a lot of time really pleasuring each other. Right. It was either one of you or both of you pleasuring me and the other one basically giving the other a spot. Yeah, Which was pretty assisting. much what yep. was going on. Uh, but I mean, it was crazy, crazy hot. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed that. Just, it, she's so much fun. And now we've gotten so comfortable with her. Yes. It's, it's really very cool. And what a fucking sport she is. Yeah, she's awesome. She was so just willing and eager to help out for your birthday. And I thought that was so great. What was really interesting is we finished and you went into the restroom. Yeah. And she and I are, are kind of just sitting there. We're still touching a little bit. Yeah. And she goes, wow, that was a you know, really great threesome. And I said, yeah, I love the fact that the three of us can just be in a room together and there's no weirdness, there's no awkwardness. I never once did, during this interaction did I feel like you were paying too much attention to her. There was none of that weirdness there. Right. And she was like, well, have you experienced that with other people? And I was like, well, it's, you know, couples, <laughs> a couple. Yeah, one couple. Um, yeah. And so we kind of had a conversation about that. And she's like, yeah, I love being with you guys too because there's no drama. Right. And she said she experiences that with other couples. So I, sure. I'm proud that we can do that, you know, that well, we don't bring any sort of weirdness to the table. Is it strange, do you think, or is it, or am I in my own head when we're together with her? Because I think of her as a friend now, much like Clint, you know, or, or Aiden at this point. I don't want to leave her out. I don't want to be like a terrible friend or partner. So if I'm doing something with one of you, I obviously want to reciprocate to the other. Is that does it seem strange? Was it an awkward kind of situation when I was going back and forth? I don't think it was awkward. I certainly I can't necessarily relate because I don't think of it like that when I'm with both you and Clint. Like when we had our my birthday threesome, yeah. I was not thinking like, oh, I did this to Brian, so now I have to do it to Clint and vice versa. Right. But I could totally see why you would feel that way, especially with two women, because I do think it's a different dynamic. Again, part of it, which is why I asked that question, was I remember you just having a you know that gut check moment when you saw those bruises on her thinking, yeah, I don't mind that this is happening. I like it. I just don't need to see the aftermath. Well, and I was thinking about that. I thought, well, you know, I do not want to spend too much time doing any one thing with Hannah and not reciprocate that with you. you well, know? let's let's dive into that a little bit because we didn't talk about that on the podcast. We talked no. about it on our bonus episode on Patreon. All right, so let's go So Hannah, when after you and she were together alone, she sent you a couple of photos showing her Mark's from your play session. Yeah, and, and again, to put this into perspective, for those of you who don't play in the BDSM world or the DS uh, world, it's a their badges of honor. You know, she and I was the first time she and I had a DS session together and we were t just the two of us. It was a private session and it was a long session and it was impactful, very impactful. And as I said, you see bruises on her very quickly. She's very fair skinned. And after a couple of hours, two and a half hours that she and I were together, it was very physical. She was already bruised. I mean, very bruised and even more than I would have expected her to be. So when she sent those pictures the next day, because of course, when I got home, I told you, I said, she's already bruised. I said, I can't imagine what she's going to look like tomorrow. And part of that aftercare piece is getting in contact with your partner the next day, which is what I did to make sure she was okay. And she was, of course, and instantly she sent me these pictures. I was like, wow, she's really bruised. She's marked yes. up. And I showed those to you. Yes. Right? And it was strange for me because hearing about the experience was so fucking erotic. Like, I was so excited to hear about it. When I heard about it, I was, you know, you and I played that night. I was gushing wet from the whole thing. It was just an amazing experience for me. And you basically then. set that up. And I did. I set the whole thing up. Yeah. 
So I had no issue with the play itself, but seeing the marks felt intimate to me in a way that I had never experienced you being with another woman. Right. To me, those marks, and once again, for those of you who are not in the BDSM world, this may be kind of hard to relate to, but to me, those marks, it's an intimate thing to see them. Yeah. And so that felt strange for me. I wasn't angry about it. I wasn't like, oh, I never want you to play alone with Hannah again. That's not what it was at all. It's just a moment of me having to kind of introspectively examine what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. And I think what I've come to the conclusion of is, in you and I've had this conversation many times about the idea of poly, being in a poly relationship and potentially bringing in another person. If we were to meet a woman that we both kind of had, you know, chemistry with potentially dating her together. I realize now via those pictures that I'm not ready for something like that. That's not, I'm not in that headspace. Um, And it's not about, it goes back to that idea of sex and intimacy are two very, very different things. For sure. You having sex with Hannah is hot and awesome. You being intimate with Hannah is strange for me and it's not something I 100% feel comfortable with. Right. And so what I was going to tell you is we had a moment like that when we were with her and we went to dinner and it was so stupid, but we we were walking to the car and she was in heels and yes. it was icy out and yes. you grabbed my hand to make sure I didn't bust my fucking ass and you grabbed her hand yeah. and then once we were past the ice you continued to hold her hand and it's so fucking weird to think that I'm okay with you sticking your cock in her but that moment of you holding her hand and walking her to the car felt weird for me. That's interesting. I don't I remember grabbing the both of you because you were both in heels and it had just snowed that the day before and it was super fucking icy and you constantly bust your ass on the ice. <laughs> and I assume she would too. So yeah, I did grab both of your hands, but you never mentioned it so I didn't even give it a thought. Right. And I never I mean it didn't mean anything to me. Well know. and here's the thing. We talk about a lot of shit on the podcast and then we stop recording and we talk about it more and I think that that's what it will be after this as well. I did didn't want to bring it up to you until I had fully examined how I felt about it because it's not I, I don't look at it as jealousy it's not like oh my god I didn't want you to do that it's more like I need to understand where my head is at with that and that was that moment in this interaction when you were fucking her and I was watching it it was like fuck this is amazing this is so hot fuck her harder right. <laughs> but holding her hand walking her to the car I'm like oh I don't know about that <laughs> so funny yeah pull her hair choke her and slap her but do not hold her hand do not do that how yeah. funny and it didn't occur to me I mean never even I never even gave that a thought in fact I didn't think about it again until you just mentioned it I don't remember I even did that yeah and so we did a seminar in Vegas on jealousy and one of the things that I was talking through is this idea of like you never know what your trigger is going to be right? right like in the lifestyle you have these things that can trigger you but you don't even know until you're in the moment that it's going to trigger you. So so do you think though, after so now that you've digested it, do you think that more than anything, it was me just being being courteous? Oh, of course. I'm, or, not, I'm not angry or upset about it at all. I think what it was for me was a reminder that like, I'm not ready for us to bring in someone else. Yeah. If, if the perfect woman came knocking on our door tomorrow, she was the most beautiful, big bootied woman because you know, she'd have to be to, to date yeah. us seriously. Yeah, that's, that's box number one to be checked. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, If she came, you know, knocking on the door and she was just checked all of the boxes for us, I wouldn't be ready for something like that. Yeah, we've talked about that. We don't, you know, we have this conversation a lot and people ask us a lot about, you know, the the, being in a a polyamorous relationship. Is it something that we're interested in? Have we talked about it? Is it on the radar? Oh, I hate to ever say that 
something isn't on the radar or something isn't possible because we don't know where this takes us, right? We have no idea. Absolutely not. Like you said, if the right person presented themselves, I mean, who knows? It's very possible. Look, we don't know if if the right guy showed up that it wouldn't be something that we would consider. We have no idea. Me dating someone else. Yeah, but the problem with that is that you and I are so, we value each other's time so much. That's the problem. That I would never want to split my time between you and someone else. Well, and we've also said, I've said this before, the, the person that we would be in a polyamorous relationship with, like if we decided that that was something we were going to pursue today, that would take a very unique person because that person would unfortunately and probably unfairly play second fiddle. I would not be able to dedicate the time to that person that I do to you or vice versa. Right. So it just wouldn't be... Fair. I think it would have to be a situation where that person would also have to be in another polyamorous situation or open relationship with someone else. Or willing to, you know, be not, this is a horrible way to think of it, but kind of a part-time girlfriend. Well, you know, maybe she's busy with her own things. And so it's okay that she isn't receiving as much time. Well, it would almost be a situation where I think, I think for us, what, what it would start out being would be a situation where we were with a single gal or a single guy, whatever the case may be, and we were only playing with that person. Like that was the only other person in our life sexually. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not does. necessarily like all of us living together and sharing expenses and, you know, doing all those things. It would be a situation where we would be, you know, just committed to that person physically and that would be it. And time-wise. <laughs> and, well, yeah, because, it, it, yeah, it could easily get to the point where, you know, we're not capable, I'm not capable, or you're not capable of wanting to split time that way. However, when it comes time for everyone to get together and coitus is involved, then it's just that person. I could totally see that at some point. Yeah. You know, that's a likely scenario depending on, you know, where we are. And where I am mentally, because it's obviously something I still need to work through. It's so interesting to think about the things I'm okay with and the things, at least right now, I'm not okay with. And part of me felt a little bit of shame about it, which I guess is why I haven't brought it up to you yet, because it's like, how stupid. About holding your hand? yeah, Yeah. How stupid. You guys can go play in a hotel room for two hours and do everything, and I hear all about it, and I'm totally into it. But I don't want to Well, see you set it up for that matter. <laughs> but yeah. I don't want to see you hold her hand. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's strange, you know. But well, but again, that goes to my psyche. So again, if those of you listening have not had the opportunity to listen to my interview with uh, Billy Proceed on the Man Whore podcast, he interviewed me solo while we were in, uh, in Vegas a couple weeks back, month back at this point. And we were talking about my upbringing. And I think it comes from my old school upbringing. Women are just treated differently than men. Whether that is fucking fair or not, you guys can beat me up all you want. I'm 50 fucking years old and I grew up in a house where you did not look cross-eyed at the women in my home, not my mother, not my sister, nobody. And so it was just, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's courteous. You know, I didn't want to hold your hand in front of her and heaven forbid, have her bust her ass because I wasn't holding her hand. Oh no. I would have felt like a piece of shit. Logically, I know that that made sense, but emotionally, mentally, I was bothered by it. Had that been your sister or your mother in the same situation, (laughs) I'd have done the same thing. Exactly. You know, so, or or my mother or whatever, you know. So yeah, it it really kind of, it's strange that that's kind of what you 
go to, you know? It, it's strange, but I also think it makes sense because like I said, to me, that was a level of intimacy that I haven't seen before. I've never seen you hold another woman's hand ever. No. That's never You've been You've totally thing. seen me lick another woman's vagina. And it's fucking awesome. Actually, you saw one sitting on my face from behind. Yeah. Super fuck. That was so fucking hot. I got to tell you, that was <laughs> really crazy was. hot. Uh, but yeah, I guess the hand holding thing that, well, there, there's your hard limit. No hand holding. Don't hold up another woman's hand. <laughs> yeah. Fuck her all you want. Yeah. Around me, not helping around a, me. If I'm helping an elderly lady across the street, I damn sure better have one hand on her elbow. Yeah, exactly. You know? So yeah, I mean, everyone's got their their thing. But so so were you like kind of digesting that throughout the night? Was that like in no, your head? No, no, not while we were actually playing. Uh, during the play, it was just nothing but sexiness. Yeah. It was later that it kind of... And it didn't even hit me. It hit me in the moment and then it didn't hit me again for like a few days because this experience was so hot. Oh, it was yeah. so sex-fueled yeah. that I thought about it for days and just got wet every time I think about it because it was so amazing. Yeah, that room was like... It, it could have easily looked like a crime scene by the time we got done. <laughs> with, you know, beds... Toys everywhere. Mess, dildos and fucking vibrators and condoms and shit. <laughs> oh, that was what we did. She... Hannah had never experienced the, 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 the Hitachi. Hitachi wand. And you brought it. Yes. Oh my God, that was so fucking crazy when she came with that thing. Oh yeah. Because she I was think on we her back. Her life. <laughs> we, oh, we totally did. We're gonna have to get her one for like Christmas or her birthday or something. She was on her back. You broke that thing out, and you were like, "You've never used this." She's like, "No." So fucking opportunity, right? So she is on her back. You're using it on her. Well, you started using it on her. I finished it on her. Yes. And I'm kind of like making out with her and biting her breasts, and she's stroking my cock and. So then I took it from you and then I used it on her and then you and I switched positions and she started coming with it. She came two or three times. It was so like hard. life changing. Her whole changing. body was shaking. Yeah, her legs were shaking. It was so awesome. She got done. She's like, that was fucking awesome. I'm like, I know. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I totally forgot about the Hitachi. I think it was fucking great. And, and you brought the one that was corded. The cordless one is much stronger. Yeah. It has four fucking speeds instead of two. That thing is crazy. Maybe we'll have to show her next time. Yeah, that thing is no joke. Change her life all over again. For sure. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I think that's an interesting kind of from a mental standpoint, like the things that trigger you. you yeah, know? more introspective than we usually get on the podcast. But I did think it was important to talk about because yeah. it's, you know, it's something that's a reality that I personally have to deal with. It's not a you thing. It's not a you did something wrong thing. It's a I need to digest it. I need to think about it. And I also need to think about how I can change my mindset going forward because that's a, such a silly thing to be bothered by. Yeah, but is it that big a deal? Is it, does it, I don't know, is it kind of, I say, you know, it's a bit endearing, I guess, maybe that there's something like, like there's a... That I want to hold on to. Well, yeah, there's some, like there's not everything is open, you know, yeah. like there's, there's a couple of things I don't want to say they're off limits, but there are a couple of things that kind of give you that aha moment, you know, I mean, there should be something, right? I, I mean, there I definitely guess. is for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's ever going to change necessarily. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe. You know? I, don't know. I don't know. It's definitely something to think about. I don't feel that way. I'm trying to think of whenever I've seen you interact with Clint when we were all together, where there was anything where I thought for a second, like, ah, you know, like that, like that gut check moment. I, I really can't think of anything. I'm not, uh, it's not coming to me. Do you find, uh, do you find it uncomfortable? Like when we were all the three of us, you and myself and Hannah laying on the bed after we, had, we were completely finished with our session, she's rubbing on me, you're rubbing on me and kissing my chest and doing those things. Like when we're all in the, in that afterglow moment. Not at all. So that's that what's so interesting is like if it's sexual in nature and granted, yes, we were done having sex, but it still right. felt sex fueled in that moment. It was like yeah. we were still all coming down off the endorphins. Yeah. So I think that's what it was 
does for me, even though she's, you know, rubbing on your chest. And I think at one point she even like kissed your chest. She or did. Something no, she like was that. kissing my chest. Yeah. I wasn't bothered by that. Well, even when we were, when we had that threesome with Clint uh, for your birthday, the, the last time we had a threesome with him, we, you know, there's, there's always that point where the three of us are lying together in some form or fashion. And he and I are always seemingly always have, are touching you one way or another and, and you the same. And it doesn't, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem weird to me. And the three of us are laying there naked, having a conversation <laughs> and we're, you know, touching each other. And there's never, a, I don't know, I don't ever get, really get a weird vibe. For no, I think it's very hormone based. <laughs> for sure. Yes. I mean, and yeah, our sessions, the three of us, myself and Clint and you are very rough. Very. Uh, that, so that I think after that, that level of impact, particularly with the three of us, I think it's really important that following that is that kind of that softness. You yeah, know, that, sensual yeah, time I mean, together. You've got to, I think I think we all need to come down and have that more sensitive kind of moment. You know, thirty minutes or so to, you know, to you know decompress. To decompress. Yeah, for sure, because it's rough. Yeah. Yeah, you get for worked sure. over pretty hard. <laughs> well, he and I feed off of each other. Our energies feed off of each other. Yeah. So anyway. It was uh, an interesting, fun experience. Yes. I loved it. I hope you did too. Oh, yeah. It was basically your birthday gift besides the anal plug I bought for you. Yes, for me. For you yeah, that's going quotes, to go in my ass. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, that you are going to uh, to use and then I get to enjoy later. Uh, yeah, for sure. No, it was fucking amazing. And you made, you kept a great secret. And so kudos to you. Hell and yeah. And thanks to Hannah. I can't wait to for all of us to get together again. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I really want to see you guys play a little bit more next time because I, got, I didn't get the opportunity to see that. I totally want to break out the strap on Ooh, yeah. or the double-ended uh dildo yes 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 that that's gonna be, be a lot hot. of fun yes yeah we'll have a good time we'll get out all the toys for that so we'll we'll make a plan we'll probably go to her town and see her and stay in our favorite hotel and maybe do the whole the whole thing yeah, yeah the whole shebang literally the whole shebang. <laughs> yeah so we have a lot of stuff coming up uh very cool stuff Good. Yes, potentially some very cool interviews coming up really excited for them oh my yes. goodness so yes. yeah stay tuned for those we obviously are talking to some new play potential play partners we are and i'm hoping to see aiden again very soon as you guys have probably heard on previous episodes his leg has been super fucking busted but yeah. i talked to him a couple days ago and he's feeling much better good so we are going to make plans very soon yeah i think a nurse's outfit is uh i think in the works oh i'm totally fucking down for, for sure that. and uh, he's going to need a little bit of rehab poor guy got fucked up so yes. i'm sure he's looking forward to some fun absolutely sure. hey guys if you're not already following us on social media you should be we are on twitter and instagram at fp swingers you can also find us on patreon at patreon.com slash from poor swingers if you want to get those awesome bonuses we talked about earlier we have a youtube channel also called front porch swingers that you can uh, totally go and check out we have some toy review videos and some other fun shit on there yeah and if you're not already part of our cassidy community it's also called front porch swingers and you should come have fun with us we have a, a great community there lots of sexy ladies and a couple of dudes that post once in a while yeah but we get some really great fun pictures on there plus you get to hear about new episodes and things like that and we get phenomenal messages and emails from our uh friends on cassidy all the members of our community and the people that we you know interact with we get some great questions and some great comments and some great insight it's really a good time and patreon for sure our telegram group is exploding and there's so much cool shit going on there like where everybody's traveling and the pictures and you know, a lot it's of fun. nakedness. It's a good time. Yes. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So we hope you'll follow us on all those places. Continue to listen. Oh, and also, if you haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts yet, please consider it. We would absolutely love you for it. Yeah. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. If you're anything like us when we first started swinging, we really had no idea where to begin. And it can be really intimidating. And we have a great recommendation for you, which is to join Cassidy.com. Cassidy is a huge online platform that includes so many sexy swingers in your area, plus lots of local events to keep you up to date on all things lifestyle. And if you join Cassidy, you can find our community, Front Porch Swingers, and keep up with everything we are doing as well. So make sure you check out Cassidy.com today. Today.